This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on the program today, Sadie Swear with Downtown Sioux Falls will be here to talk anything and everything relating to the downtown area. Now, Downtown Sioux Falls, if you're not familiar, is a nonprofit organization in the city of Sioux Falls, and they're really known for putting together great events. Now, COVID did throw a wrench in their plans last year. However, Downtown Sioux Falls did find a way to host most of the events. Sadie from Downtown Sioux Falls will break down all the past and upcoming events and promotions for the downtown area, including Burger Battle, River Fest, and even new businesses that are coming to downtown. Sadie will give us the latest and more coming up on Sunday Focus. I am joined by, I think everybody knows her by now, Sadie Swear, the Community Outreach Coordinator with Downtown Sioux Falls, otherwise known as DTSF. It took me a while to finally say it like that, but <laughs> welcome, Sadie. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course, you know, we talked to you about five months ago in August, mm-hmm. and I'm sure everybody knows that the best organization in Sioux Falls is DTSF. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'd like to think so too, but thank you for that. Yep. Anyone who isn't familiar with it, tell us about DTSF. So downtown Sioux Falls is actually a nonprofit and it's pretty unique compared to other nonprofits Mm -hmm. and city entities. And that's because it's a small group, but we are actually very closely related to the city of Sioux Falls. We're very closely related to the chamber itself. We work with them on a daily basis, honestly. But we are also a membership organization that has over 250 members from the small business owners to also some larger corporate organizations as well. And that number still shocks me. <laughs> 250. Yes. And, and actually, that's probably, there's many, many, many more businesses in the downtown area. And so it's a unique organization. And, you know, we're not only an organization that does events and promotions and that's our most public facing part Mm -hmm. of it but we also just really want to create a great environment and we call it vibes we want to bring the vibes to the downtown yes and so we also do things like maintenance itself so we're out every morning we have a clean and green Mm -hmm. team picking up trash sweeping up the trash and snow Mm -hmm. and taking care of flower baskets in the summer so I mean it's a little bit of that and then of course events and promotions like burger battle like river fest like the block party so just creating an incredible space and environment for downtown for sioux falls south dakota the whole region really i believe you guys added new downtown signs too Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah. So yep. it's like one of those you're here type of thing on the map. Is that how it kind of works? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so making that like I talk about environment. So showing these beautiful, beautiful banners, beautiful signs mm-hmm. and making people really feel like their experience is just a little top notch, like a little extra. And so you're talking about the walkability yes, signs. Yes. yes. So you'll see those throughout downtown and those are are just create because cities across the nation and it, the research shows that if it's a safer and more walkable city mm-hmm. 
it's actually a better city for its citizens. So Absolutely. those signs show different attractions, different areas that people like. So you'll see on these walkability signs, you know, Levitt Sioux Falls, Washington Pavilion, Ark of Dreams, Statue of David, like all of these huge things that are so important to Sioux Falls. And, you know, this is such a driving community, which is great. Mm-hmm. But people can really realize that, you know, you can park one place in downtown and actually walk within 10, 15 minutes to anywhere you really want to go. You don't have to drive to different places in downtown. And so that's something that we're definitely trying to encourage people to do, especially because, you know, walkability, parking, Mm -hmm. very closely related. And I know parking can be tough for some people to really, I know, to wrap (laughs) your heads around, but I promise it's not that bad. Some people have a, a bad taste in their mouth, but there's always parking spots available and out of any place to walk. I mean, would you want to be walking in a big parking lot or on the streets of downtown Sioux Falls where there's free art sculptures and wonderful retailers and restaurants, right? It's one of my favorite things to do is walk in uh, downtown Sioux Falls. Now, obviously, you mentioned it before. There's always a lot going on throughout the year, and there's a lot of planning that just goes behind these events in general. But then COVID happened, Mm. and now we're pretty much having a year with this pandemic underneath our belts. And despite the pandemic, some events still did go on. Um, I want to talk about those events that did happen. First Fridays, the downtown Sioux Falls gift packages and a burger battle. Yeah, for sure. So like you said about five months ago, and I remember this because we talked about Riverfest. Yes. And we talked about, you know, not hosting that event because in previous years it bought, it brought over 15,000 people. Mm-hmm. To one Which congested is, area. Yeah. And at the time, that was not a good idea. And, you know, just looking back, we're approaching, you know, about a year in this being top of mind, COVID-19, this pandemic. And so we know a lot more about the virus itself. Mm-hmm. And we know a lot more from what the CDC has to offer and just with what stage we are with vaccines. I mean, we're very excited with how events and promotions went last year. And that's because we wanted to still support our local business community. We still wanted to create an environment in downtown with DTSF. And so, like you said, in 2020, there was still a couple first Friday block parties. Yes. And what happened was we would space out. We had live music. We had a couple food trucks. We had some marketplace vendors and we spaced those all out. We required those vendors to wear masks. We had hand sanitizer. We had um, wipes available. We had masks available. And this was an outdoor event that happened. So we were very proud with how it was put on. And what was so rewarding is I remember on one of the first Friday block parties in July, and I'll never forget because two things, I remember hearing live music and thinking to myself, wow, I have not heard this in so long. Isn't that amazing? Something that yes. you didn't realize that yes. you missed and yeah. all of a sudden you're seeing it and you're like, wow. Yeah. And and I truly, truly did. And that is something that I think, you know, people don't might not realize is they're really craving that experience and being with people again. And we want to do that in a safe way. So having that live music and remembering that and remembering how special that 
event portion can be, but also having people come up to us and having people come up to a DTSF coworker of mine and myself and saying, thank you for doing this. Thank you for putting something on that's safe, but also gives us an opportunity to come downtown and get out of our house. Mm -hmm. And that was so meaningful to me because it was really fulfilling and affirming to think to ourselves, we made a good decision. We made the correct decision. And at this time, we didn't have any reports of any cases or any contact from our events. Mm -hmm. And so we can confidently say that we did it in a good way. And that's what's so meaningful. So that's a little glimpse into what last summer was like. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we also looked at what our spring 2021 promotions would be. Yeah. And I think they're set up in a very successful way. Like you said, burger battle. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. That was the first major in-person event, right? Yes. And you want to know what? I would almost classify it differently because like block parties, like Riverfest, Mm -hmm. those are one day, one night, have a time frame in-person event. Yeah. We strayed away from those or if we did those, we did them on a much uh, more low-key Format. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to a promotion like Burger Battle, that's a month long. It's in separate restaurants who are following CDC guidelines, who took the Safer Sioux Falls pledge, and also had the opportunity you could do this promotion from the comfort of your home. Do takeout for Burger Battle. You could vote on your phone from your house. So it was a huge success. And I think that was because people did see that there was an opportunity to go out to restaurants, do it in a safe way, or if they didn't want to, do it from home. So we saw this huge success. And then also, you know, there wasn't a lot else going on. And this was an opportunity and this was something that people could come together and talk about because let's be honest, if you were scrolling through social media or talking to somebody else and the conversation always t- turned to burger battle, oh, you absolutely. know, <laughs> absolutely. what burger have you tried? Like, Oh, I like this one. Oh, I, I didn't really like that part of the burger. Something like that. I mm. mean, during the month of January, that was the casual conversation, absolutely. which is so cool. And so great. And the businesses were extremely pleased. And I'll never forget getting an email from um, the manager over at PAVE. Mm-hmm. And he he told us, he said, this is such a breath of fresh air because of the past year and everything that's been going on. He That's what he said to us. And so that was so cool. Absolutely. If you are just joining us, Sadie Swear, she is the community outreach coordinator with Downtown Sioux Falls, otherwise known as DTSF. Now, I know that Burger Battle, before we move on, um, it was a record-breaking year for you guys, too. Off the top of your head, I know I'm putting you on the spot. What are some of those numbers? Oh, I will never forget these numbers. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will brag about this for the rest of my life (laughs) during the month of january from january 2nd to the 31st the sioux falls community came out and they bought over 31,000 burgers in the You're month seri- of January. Are you yes, 31,000 burgers. Isn't that insane? Imagine that in calories. It, <laughs> I, I will never calculate that. No, I'll, I'll no. never do that. So 31,000 burgers in one month. Wow. Over $400,000 just spent 
on burgers. Oh my god. And now and now a lot of community organizations will use a figure and they'll use it to calculate the overall economic impact. Mm-hmm. So when I say that 400,000 number, that is just the amount of money spent on the burgers themselves. Wow. So now the overall impact through the whole economy, whether that was walking around, parking, shopping at other retailers, drinks that you bought with your burgers, that was nearly a million dollars in one month. Economic impact, it was $940,000. So it was, it was a huge success. And, you know, that's what we really do this for. It's for businesses. It's creating this fun environment and experience for people to do it in downtown Sioux Falls. And so we are so proud of everybody and want to brag and shout out everybody who bought burgers because there was 24 restaurants who did it. That's a record breaking number two in itself. Exactly. Exactly. So we're so proud of that. And what a way to kick off the new year because it's it just started off with some great momentum and we just want to make sure that we're infusing that and using that excitement throughout our other promotions and throughout Sioux Falls yes and speaking about uh more excitement now mesh madness that's coming up really soon it's basically what I like to call it the battle of the brews kind of like (laughs) oh I like that name battle of the brews hey (laughs) hey call me anytime if you need that so how many restaurants or breweries are participating this year I know that this is kind of a smaller scale event but still a lot of restaurants and places really get involved with this exactly so very similar to burger battle and again let's use some of that momentum into our next competition Mm -hmm. but kicking off mash madness is a competition between five breweries in downtown that isn't that incredible we have five local breweries just in the downtown area Mm -hmm. not even sioux falls so they all created their own brew that you cannot find on the menu there so brand new and they're really unique interesting brews these breweries created some really unique and interesting brews. I mean, a coconut zambuki beer, um, a seltzer, strawberry, Sign I believe. Me up for yeah, that fruity one, seltzer yes. one. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So some really interesting brews. But of course, this is for the twenty-one year year old and over crowd, and they're going to go head to head. So for the month of March, new this year, we extended it for the whole month, but it's only five beers. So we're saying, you know. Do it a couple times in the month, you know, try it more than once to really get your vote solidified and really feel confident in your vote. Because I think even with Burger Battle, you know, it it, it was so many burgers that you really could only do it one time. Mm -hmm. But now throughout the month of March, try it a different couple times, you know, and make sure to use the DTSF digital Mm -hmm. passport app and you can vote on it. Again, very similar to Burger Battle. Each brewery will have its own code. And promotion-wise, if you're posting pictures, make sure to take a picture, post it on social media, use the hashtag MASHMADNESS2121, and then you'll be entered each week into a brewery gift card giveaway. And then again, new this year is we're actually hosting a special event. We're calling it the Halftime Buzzer. Ooh, and like and, and so there's a pl- there's a big play in this promotion with March Madness. Mm-hmm. And so this is the Halftime Buzzer event. So during the weekend, March 19th to the 21st, if you go to these five breweries and either... Friday.
Friday, Saturday, or Sunday and try the beers one more time. You'll get a little punch card or scorecard and <laughs> and you'll get it marked by each place and then you'll be entered into another drawing for more brewery prizes, not wow. just a gift card. So we just really want to promote it and again, you could do a couple different times during the month mm-hmm. and your vote's only going to count one time on the passport app so make it count so it makes it count mm-hmm. yep 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 but feel free to do it a couple different times so that's mash madness yeah so for the winner of the <clears throat> mash madness it's just bragging rights totally right <laughs> well, hey 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 it's a traveling trophy too it's that, a cool it's trophy. A nice trophy yes yes i it's have a, seen the trophy exactly it's a <laughs> it's a beautiful trophy and last year fernson won and they've won the last couple of years so Someone we'll see knock them down. We'll, we'll see yeah and maybe we can talk about a couple of the new breweries some new kids on the block in downtown so new this year i mean we have a couple classics fernson brewing company Mm -hmm. remedy brewing company wood grain i mean everybody should know those Mm -hmm. names absolutely but the new businesses severance brewing and Mm. then covert artisan ales and those are new severance just opened up for last year's mash madness but and they didn't really get a chance to really embrace the mash madness company You know, and so this year we're really excited to have those breweries join as well as the new ones. I'm I'm excited for it. Me I too. I, I can't, can't wait, wait to wait try them. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just listening, Sadie Swear downtown Sioux Falls is with us in the studio. You hardly hear me say that anymore. People joining in me studio, in the studio. Yeah. So one of the biggest events of the year is Downtown Riverfest, and we kind of hit on it a little bit earlier. But you know, it was unfortunately canceled last year due to COVID nineteen. There was an alternative, but it just wasn't the same for a lot of people. And we already know how difficult it was for you guys. To cancel it, you oh, you've expressed that earlier. Gosh. For a reminder, what was that alternative for the Downtown River Fest? Yes, so that was a brand new promotion that we were very excited about. Mm-hmm. You heard me mention the DTSF Digital Passport, yes. and you know we wanted to really focus on getting people downtown, but on their own time. You know, making sure that they're doing it outside, having a great time. And so that birthed the idea of downtown gift box. And so for three months, every two weeks, we gave away a brand new themed gift box package. And those packages consisted of family fun giveaway, a date night, arts and culture. So a lot of different themed packages and the businesses were so, so excited about it. And so it actually totaled over $15,000 worth of giveaway items in those, in those three months. And so how people did it is within two weeks, you had to use the DTSF digital passport app and go scan codes at different restaurants, which were listed on the passport app and the little map Mm -hmm. feature. And then you just scan the code at different retailers, restaurants, businesses, and then you were entered into a drawing to win. And so it was a really great way to, instead of thinking about getting 15,000 people in downtown Sioux Falls in one day, one afternoon for Riverfest, our goal was to try and get that many people in downtown walking around supporting businesses over three months and so this year we are planning on doing gift box again but instead of three months because that was pretty (laughs) long long for us that was a long promotion for us so instead of that we're going to do it in one month so during the month of october we'll do one each week 
And again, just to encourage people to walk around, usually it was about, you know, six to 10 scanning locations. Mm -hmm. But if you really wanted to, you could about walk that out in about 20, 30 minutes or take your your steps in. Yeah, Yeah, get your steps in. But it was it was a great way. And then, you know, one of the most rewarding things for us to hear, whether it's from a event, a promotion or something like gift box. Mm -hmm. One of the most rewarding things is hearing people say, oh, I didn't even know that this business was here. I've never been to this boutique or I've never gotten beers at this new brewery, something like that, because it really shows the variety and the uniqueness of our downtown, which is growing exponentially right now. And we will definitely talk more about that growth. And I know that downtown Riverfest, it's further down the road a little bit, but has the DTS team already been planning whether it's for plan A or plan B or just still finding ways to have Riverfest happen. Yes. So specifically for Riverfest and honestly for all of our 2021 events, we are full steam ahead. We are still very, very mindful of the situation with COVID, but with the spring events and the first couple quarters of events, we feel very confident that we'll still be able to host them like Burger Battle, mm-hmm. like Mash Madness. Um, we can talk some other time about Restaurant Week happening in April. Oh, here we Art go. Art and yes. Wine Walk. Yep. So some of those that are definitely in that similar format where people can just come out when they want to come out and it's not one day, one time frame. But when we do start talking about block parties when we do start talking about river fest we will be very mindful of it and we're going to be mindful of vaccination rates as well in the vaccination groups but we do feel confident with outdoor events with how we were able to set up events for last summer. Mm -hmm. And again, we've been in contact with the city and other larger group organizations like Levitt Sioux Falls, Washington Pavilion, the Sioux Falls State Theater. And we all collectively and including the city want to see our event season full for summer 2021. And so that's and that's really exciting. But we still want to make sure that we're messaging it in a safe way and making sure that people feel comfortable when they are coming to downtown. So obviously you all do feel hopeful about these events, but is it more assuring that these events will happen given the general vaccine rollout situation right now? Like, do you feel confident with this vaccine process right now that everything's going to go according to plan? You know, I am confident in it right now. We will have to see how it goes when it comes to event season, which for us begins the first weekend in May. Mm -hmm. And that's when we have our first one day event. And that's going to be Art and Wine Walk. And that's usually the first weekend that we get all of our new sculptures in for Sculpture Walk. So it's truly a kickoff to summer. So I'd love to see Sioux Falls in South Dakota in a very safe position by then. That would be my hope for sure. What are some other future events or happenings, new businesses <gasps> yes. that are coming to Sioux Falls? Anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, like I said before, you know, Mash Madness kicks off, goes through the whole month. And we're really trying to make these promotions fun and engaging and also safe. So you can definitely expect some events for D- downtown Sioux Falls and also some new businesses. Yes. And I think we really need to remember that 
downtown and Sioux Falls in general had some great economic activity. Absolutely. And even through 2020, some of these restaurants and retailers who did have to close COVID was a factor, but it wasn't the main factor. You know, some of it was retirement. Some of it was family matters. And so we still had a ton of businesses open up. And I'm really excited for some of the new businesses that are going to open up. And so there's actually a great local woman who creates beautiful desserts. And that's Prairie Cocoa and Confections. You had me at desserts. Yeah, desserts. That's it. That's it. That's it. Sweets. And they're gorgeous. And funny story, she actually created a like cookie chocolate burger for burger battle what? so it was super cute you had me a chocolate but yeah, the yeah. burger confuses yeah. me a little bit <laughs> and uh she's moving in at eighth and railroad oh awesome so she's coming there we don't have a date on that quite yet and then a couple other popular places that have opened up chef lances i mean look at how huge that is and he's having a great time they are selling out certain dinners they are taking reservations on Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights, things like that. Hello High Bar. That's a very cool place. A tiki bar, you know, and I think it shows the resiliency because Hello High Bar had plans to move into their downtown location. They had plans to open up in 2020 for years. Mm -hmm. COVID definitely slowed down their plans, but it really showed their determination to open up. And they did. And it's going great for them. And, of course, a couple businesses I'm looking forward to opening. Sweet Grass Soapery. And so this is a woman who creates all of these wonderful products and items from the farm that she grows all the products from and then creates, obviously, soap. Soap. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) And other products similar to that. And then another business coming downtown, Glacial Lakes Distillery. Yeah, you had me a distillery. Distillery. talking about it all year. Yeah, yeah. And so I think they're also going to try to bring some brews as well so Mm. maybe another brewery but how fun is it going to be to not only have many of these breweries but also distillery maybe not hit them all at one time but uh (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean that's just a couple businesses Mm -hmm. who either have opened up in the last year or who will be some great additions to our downtown scene absolutely and it is encouraging to see this growth and this economic boost considering what a tough year everyone has had and i know that we've been hitting on it a lot like you cannot have a conversation that doesn't include covid anymore it's just Mm -hmm. hard to do so to hear all this positivity and just life coming back into Sioux Falls and the Sioux Empire in general. It's just very, very reassuring. Now, Sadie Swear, she's with Downtown Sioux Falls. As we mentioned before, she's a community outreach coordinator. So, Sadie, how can people find out more information about TTSF and other events happening in our community? All you have to do is look online for DTSF.com. It's all right there. And social media. Yes. Oh, yes, please. Follow us on social media. Oh, please do. Yes. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Downtown Sioux Falls. We all have accounts there, and we're posting about events, promotions, and we're also sharing. If you're taking pictures downtown, make sure to tag us, and we'll share it, too. Absolutely. All right, Sadie Swear, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. What a delight. (laughs) We'll be back. 
On today's Soil Health Tip, brought to you by the South Dakota Soil Health Coalition, we're discussing problem soils. Many producers have problem soil areas on their farms. Generally, trying to plant these areas is not cost-effective because the input costs are often higher than the value of the crops they produce. A better strategy might be to establish perennial species on these areas that can be used for forage production. In a cropland situation, identifying the cause of the problem area is an important first step. Once that has been determined, then management strategies can then be applied to help mitigate the problem area. Reducing tillage and the use of specific cover crops can help alleviate many problem areas. Cattle can also graze the forage on the problem soil areas, producing beef and additional income for producers, instead of being a sink for crop input cost. For more information on using your problem soils for forage production and potential cost share assistance for these practices, contact the South Dakota Soil Health Coalition, 605-280-4190. With so many myths about the COVID-19 vaccine, it's important to know the facts. Every COVID-19 vaccine goes through rigorous testing to show that it's safe and effective for patients. Similar to the flu shot, the most common side effects of the COVID-19 vaccines are injection site pain, soreness, and swelling. These side effects show that a vaccine is working and your body is building an immune response. Get vaccinated to protect yourself, your family, and your community. Learn more about the COVID-19 vaccines at SanfordHealth.org. Hi, I'm Trooper John Schroeder with the South Dakota Highway Patrol. Expect the unexpected if you travel this winter. Keep updated on the latest weather and road conditions. Reduce your speed when traveling on snow or ice-packed roadways. Move over when approaching vehicles on the side of the road. Remain patient when you have vehicles around you. And always wear your seatbelt. Let's make sure we all get through this winter safely. I'm Christine Manica, and you've been listening to Sunday Focus. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.